Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout, because it'd be boring otherwise. The first time I went cruising, it was a complete accident. I had sex, you know, on park benches after dark and stuff like that. There was one time on a footbridge in Vauxhall over a main road. That was lots of fun until someone came along and we were just kind of stuck there, awkwardly standing on this bridge as this guy internally kind of accepted that this was a thing that was happening and he was just going to have to walk past us if he wanted to get home. He just put his head down and kept walking. I was a bit drunk and feeling cheeky, so I said, I do, as he walked past. It seemed only polite as far as I was concerned. It's not as if we could pretend we weren't there. He didn't respond. I thought that was a bit rude. But that kind of stuff had always been with someone I'd known, at least for a few hours. You know, we'd go on a date, have a bit to drink, and end up feeling a bit frisky, and either couldn't wait to get home, or didn't have anywhere we could go. So we'd end up somewhere a bit secluded, or at least out of the way. I don't think you can call a footbridge secluded, can you? Speaking of, I miss the days when I used to work in the centre of Soho, and I had a key to the shop. That's another story. Well, that's several stories, actually. Where was I? Oh, yeah, sex. I'd only really got into those kinds of situations with people I knew, rather than actually going somewhere on my own, and then just hanging out, and hopefully waiting for some stranger to come along and help me get the job done. So yeah, the first time was an accident. I just really needed a wee, so I nipped into the toilets in Canary Wharf. There was a row of urinals, all with men in suits standing at them, apart from one, which I stepped up to and, you know, did my business. While I was in full flow, I realised that none of the other guys actually seemed to be peeing. They were all just standing there. Then I realised that they were watching me pee and moving their hands. For a moment, I felt like a lamb that had somehow wandered into a pack of lions and has just realised that they're not so much smiling, just baring their teeth. Because obviously I'm such a sweet and innocent young man. (laughs) But it did catch me off guard a bit. And as I stood there, you know, the only one of the line actually having a wee, everyone else just silently watching me and fiddling with themselves, I started to get a little bit nervous, and I wasn't expecting all the attention, so I just burst out laughing, which was definitely not what the rest of the room was expecting. I got some glares, and they all went back to each other, and then I just zipped up and ran away. (laughs) And yeah, that was my first proper experience of cruising. (laughs) We can pretend that's the only time, if you like that I stumbled accidentally into something secret and naughty, and then ran away giggling as quickly as I could. I was tempted to stop the story right there, because that'd be acceptable, wouldn't it? Cheeky, naughty, essentially an innocent mistake, something that wasn't my fault, so there's no possible blame or shame attached. Still makes a nice story. But that's not how it went. I went back. Not because that first encounter had awakened some dark desire in me and led me down a ruinous path of self-abuse and shoving traffic cones up me or anything wanky like that. It was just fun. So when I went back, of course I knew what to expect, so there was less giggling after that. Still very silent and intense, though. Lots of attention as I stood there to pee. It was kind of hot letting them look at my wang while playing with their own, you know, knowing that someone was 
getting off by looking at me. After a couple of minutes, one or the other of them would make a grab for my junk and I'd have to fend off his advances firmly but politely with a wave of my hand and a shake of my head or on occasion just slapping their hand away like someone going for an extra biscuit. This wasn't so much about playing with strangers as it was about the attention, mostly. It's kind of addictive in its way, I suppose. The adrenaline rush, the excitement that you're doing something a bit naughty and could get caught at any time. Although, I doubt there's much in the way of consequences. Can you get arrested for touching your penis while standing in front of a urinal? And how would a policeman explain the fact that he was standing in a public toilet watching people wee? What, in case someone shook it more than was acceptable? I'm fairly certain that more than three shakes is a wank isn't actually the law. Anyway, the silent intensity of it all got on my nerves after a few visits, though. It's got to be a bit like some kind of hobby group. Everyone would just stand there, staring, without speaking at all. You'd see the same people every time. And they'd all know each other enough that if someone walked into the room, they'd recognise the face and just carry on. Or they'd all scatter and just do some of that really bad acting normal everyone tries when they've just been caught out. You know, stuff like washing their hands really thoroughly, or messing with every single hair while looking in a mirror, taking forever to check a text message, pretty much anything than actually say the words dum-de-dum. <laughs> Occasionally there'd be a really hot guy or someone who seemed really interesting that I wanted to get to know more about. It's always awkward trying to flirt in that sort of situation, and there's no easy way to ask a guy for his number while you're standing at a urinal. And I'm sure, because I know how my life works, that it's only a matter of time before the universe does that sitcom thing where I go for a job interview or get introduced to someone's husband and realise that, yeah, they look familiar. (laughs) It is definitely not the sexiest of situations, is it? The adrenaline of, ooh, what if we get caught, is quite sexy, especially if there's a hot guy there. But the sounds don't exactly inspire horniness. There is nothing guaranteed to kill the mood faster than the soft plops of a massive poo hitting the water a few feet away. And while there's always the possibility that you could find a hot guy who was keen and nip off to a cubicle somewhere for a little bit more than just watching each other wank, you probably wouldn't want to. And not just because of the angry African cleaning lady who might come and shout at you until you slink out of the cubicle or she'll bang on the door until you slink out of the cubicle, all embarrassed, in full view of everyone else there, including those who were there for the same thing you were, and all the people that just came in for a wee. Nah, the main reason you probably wouldn't want to nip off to a cubicle with a boy is just, it's not an environment that you want to spend any time breathing through your nose. That was probably true. A storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashheart. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 